That smooth Christian jazz you're hearing means you've tuned in to Same Old Song, the lectionary podcast of Mockingbird Ministries. I'm your co-host, Aaron Zimmerman. I'll be joined by Jacob Smith as each week we break down the lectionary readings for the upcoming Sunday to give you something to think about, and if you're a preacher, to give you something to preach about, and no matter who you are, to give you a connection to the never-changing message of God's grace for actual people like you. Unzip that monogrammed faux leather Bible carrying case and cover, pull up a chair, and let's dig in. Finally, Lent is over. You can go back to eating those cheesesteaks with Takis crumbled up in them, smothered mm. in gravy. You can go back to whatever it is. Uh, or not, you don't have to. But anyways, here we are, Easter. Praise the Lord, he is risen. Yeah, and the Lord is risen indeed. Or I have a great story. This one, this particular episode uh, could go to Jim Monroe. And so he tells a great story when he was a curate at a particular church on Broadway in New York City uh, uh, in the 70s. He said one, you know, all these people, show, these folks showed up in their cars and were getting picked up. And uh, as one of the ladies was uh, walking out, I believe her name was Muffy. Uh, he said, uh, the Lord is risen indeed. And she looked at him and said, thank you very much. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so it's anyway. funny. It's at St. Albans Waco, we have lots of people who are not Episcopalians that join the church that are sort of looking for something a little bit more historically rooted and sacramental and whatnot. Uh, and um, maybe they gave up, you know, drum kits and screens in church for Lent, so they're with us, but they come, people who are unfamiliar with tradition come forth for communion and they, you know, I'll say, you know, this is the body of Christ, which is given for you, or the blood of Christ shed mm -hmm. for you, and they'll say, thank you very much. And I say, no, 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 just say amen. This is not me. It's not for me. It's not a good, yeah, I'm not being polite. This is, anyways, but I get it. I get it. I don't, you really I don't are anything. a missionary. No, just kidding. But uh, um. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, well, anyways, here we are. Yeah. Well, we're on Easter. It's Easter. very exciting. I have uh, on this day. I will wake up and um, uh, begin uh, by stuffing my face with peeps. I, I do. I love peeps, <laughs> but I love peeps uh, um, after they're a little old. You know, I love to open the package and let them air out and um, peep jerky and. Uh, it's good. So, and uh, we always a have a finely, wonderful... A finely dry-aged peep. It's pretty great. <laughs> so, yeah. And so... Um, Don't ever say Jacob Smith doesn't have a refined palate. You've heard mm, it here. You peeps. All peeps. right. So, um, but um, is there a particular Easter candy you don't like? I'm not a big candy guy in general, I have to say. Yeah. I don't like the really sugary... I like things with... Um, <laughs> That are crunchy, so the Take Five candy mm. bar. I like nuts. I like pretzels. Those sorts of things. I'm more of a like, give me a little savory, a little salty with my candy. But yeah, I don't. So Peeps and all that. I'm not. I'm not really into. No. I'm offense. into Peeps, but you um, remember uh, the, uh, the um, Cadbury egg with the yolk in it? You know, the like. Yeah. The sugar. I remember that made me so sick one time as I was a kid. But um, nonetheless, we digress. Our readings today are from Acts chapter 10, verses 34 to 43. 
Um, and then we're looking at Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. And then uh, this year we thought we'd uh, mix it up. And uh, since uh, Lent we've been going through John, we'd stay in John's gospel and touch on John chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. Chapter 20. Uh, Oh, 20, verses 1 through 18. Apologize to everybody in Matthew 28, 1 through 10. We cannot help you. So. Ah, you're on your own. <laughs> Good luck. Now, if you choose other readings, I'm sure you'll find you too have the mind of Christ. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you're probably and one of those people who say you. thank you after we give you a communion. No, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> All right, so we begin with Acts chapter 10, and this is uh, uh, Peter talking to Cornelius. This is after Peter was in Joppa and he was taking a nap on the roof as one does. And he had a dream had a where vision. God lowered the, sh- he had a vision. God lowered a sheet full of all kinds of unclean things, Bacon. snakes and creepy crawlies and bacon cheeseburgers and the, the Dorito wrap gordita crunch or whatever. And all these Chilled things that he wasn't brains. allowed to eat. Mmm, delicious. Do you from Indiana Jones? Anyway. I t- very, very well. I can never forget. My dad actually ate monkey brain soup. He was a diplomat in, uh, in I think this was in Ghana, this happened. Anyways, oh, so back in the 70s, different time. He, uh, uh, yeah, so all that comes down and Peter is told to rise, kill and eat. And he says, no, I've never eaten an unclean thing. And God tells him to do it again. And that happens three mm. times. So then he is whisked away, or not whisked, he, he's, some messengers show up and say, hey, come to Cornelius and this guy, he knows, he believes in God and wants to hear more about Jesus. And so Peter goes and tells him that, tells him about Jesus, and they're then filled with the Holy Spirit, they start speaking in tongues, they all come to faith, and they get baptized. And this is, this is where Peter, watching these Gentiles experience the infilling of the Holy Spirit, and basically mm-hmm. watching their conversion to Christianity from uh, sort of Roman ways, this whole household comes to faith, and Peter says, I understand that God shows no partiality, and then basically summarizes the gospel, uh, the message of Jesus, the good news, that uh, Jesus, uh, pre- he's, the message begins in Judea, uh, that we, basically we have peace with God through Jesus Christ, it begins in Judea, in Galilee, and then uh, begins to spread. And yeah. he says that we are witnesses, and then he describes the events of Easter, of, of sort of Good Friday through Easter, describes the passion, um, Jesus' death on a tree, uh, Jesus being raised, uh, and then that the commandment is now to go preach, and that the message mm-hmm. is forgiveness of sins through his name to everyone who believes. So it's just kind yeah. of a, a wonderful summary of the gospel, which is, by the way, why we picked it for this Sunday, because the Jeremiah mm-hmm. reading, as beautiful as it is, you have to do a lot more unwrapping and peeling back layers to help people understand. Plus, it references tambourines, which are not allowed in the Episcopal Church, mm-hmm. just completely <laughs> forbidden. Not <laughs> Unless canonical. you're at Crisio. Unless you're yeah, at Crisio. Then you, then you, There's always then, a couple then, ladies that show up with tambourines. Yeah, but <laughs> Knock yourself out. But uh, yeah, the, the Jeremiah reading is just a little bit, it's a little more uh, removed time yeah, and culture-wise. And so, so I, the Acts reading really just summarizes it. So well, yeah, that's I why. Love about the, what I love about the Acts reading, too, is one, uh, Peter makes the point, he has the discovery, and he makes the point that uh, this message, uh, Jesus is for everybody, uh, Jew and Gentile. Uh, so this message is for everybody. Two, this message actually uh, takes place in real time and real place, and that Jesus rose from the dead to real witnesses, the apostles. Um, uh, and that three, uh, we... Um, 
We rest in the message of the apostles, their witness, their testimony, and uh, that the message that they shared, the, the message that we're sharing from the pulpit with everybody is exactly the same. All the prophets testify, testify about him, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. And isn't that what it's all about? Don't we all have somebody we need to be forgive? Don't we all have somebody that um, uh, uh, we need to be forgiven by? And that ultimately finds its conclusion in God. And uh, what uh, Peter is saying here is, is that we've all received forgiveness in Jesus' name. So happy Easter and enjoy your forgiveness. Yeah, and I think if you want to highlight the fact that Cornelius is somebody that Peter would have seen as being outside the an fold, like not mm-hmm. like an enemy, and and so the message of Easter is that the people you don't think should get in because they don't deserve it or they're not good enough or whatever, mm-hmm. like that's Easter is for them. Easter is the the resurrection is for people who are actually dead. Forgiveness is for yeah. people who are actually sinners. The grace of God is for people who are a hot mess. Like it's that's wonderful. Honestly, everybody is. Just some of us are better at faking it than others. So that's this is the message that, that Jesus comes to forgive and is for everybody. And his death on the cross and his resurrection makes it open to all. It's no longer bound yeah. in distant Palestine, as the hymn says, but it is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we come to Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. And uh Boy, this is a this is a, another reason why we chose this is because the Lent readings have been a little long, <laughs> but uh, um, and uh, and so we want to keep it we keep it short. And so uh, this is a great and really the thing uh, Colossians chapter three verses one through four is you what you see is the fruit of the gospel. Um, the Christian faith is not about being something; it's about being who you already are. It's not about becoming, but being who you are. And uh, you, your life is hidden in Christ, so therefore you can't go by what you see. And this is why, preacher, it's important that you preach the gospel because nobody can see the f- nobody can see like what Christ has done, and that we're the righteousness of God because our life is hidden with God in Christ. This is why the good news of the gospel needs to be proclaimed, uh, because there is coming a day when it will be revealed, but it's hidden. But uh, right now on Easter, we are assured that who Jesus says we are, we actually are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think this key thing, it's just a short passage. It's just three verses, but your life is hidden with Christ and God. You have died. Yep. And your life is in with Christ and God. Amen. This means you everything you think is important that you're worried about right now ultimately actually is over. Um, yeah, one of my favorite comedians, Pete Holmes, he had a guy in his podcast recently that said one of his things he liked to do. Maybe Pete Holmes said he does this. He would go onto YouTube and look up some of the earliest video footage that exists. It's obviously without sound. And you would just, it's black and white street scenes from the 1800s. And he Bro, just, I love it those just helps too. him. And now they're in helps him zoom out. It's he just says, good. like, well, it's like he says, everybody that you're watching on that video right now thought that they were doing something important and they are all dead now. Like, it just helps him remember that all the things that we're worried about running around busy with, like, a lot of that ultimately really doesn't matter. Uh, super uh, and, good. And so you have died. Like, it's over. It's over. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and your life is with Christ and God and you will be revealed with him in glory. And so there's this massive mm-hmm. kind of resetting of perspective um, that helps one maybe zoom out a little bit, uh, take a deep breath uh, and 
remember what's actually true because everything around you says that, no, 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 you're the only generation that's ever existed. You're the most important person in the world and everything that you care about and involved with is a, is a federal case and you need to be really worried about everything and outraged about everything and get everything perfect and all this busyness and drama and action and hand-wringing and all of it. And this passage says, you have died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. You're in the sacred heart of the Savior uh, and nothing can take you from that place. So it's a short and a good word. And if you preach that on Easter, that's a good one too. Um, uh, and now we move to the longer reading, uh, the reading from John's Gospel. Mm which I think is so wonderful, has all these details, yeah. like Mary thinking that Jesus mm. is the gardener. There's a whole sermon there of Jesus not needing to kind of show up with uh, spotlights and lasers and trumpets blowing, but that here he's happy to show up quietly in your life in everyday ways. Um, uh, there's something to be said here about the resurrection is true and real, even on days when we don't understand it or believe it, because... Simon Peter certainly doesn't get it. Uh, Mary doesn't get it at first. Um, and uh, so even in times when we don't understand God's resurrection from the dead is true. Um, but really the, um, the key message of Easter, whether you preach this from Acts, whether you preach this from Colossians, whether you preach it from John, or whether you're on your own with Matthew, uh, death has been defeated. And death mm. is the big human problem for which there is no good answer. It is the grief that haunts all of us. It's the fear that we all have. But the resurrection of Jesus Christ means that death is defeated. Um, and because it's so profoundly and resoundingly defeated, Jesus can even be a little bit funny and look like a gardener when he shows up because um, he doesn't have to take everything so seriously anymore because the great cosmic joke has been played death is defeated and that way that way we can rest and play and laugh and um and jesus is allowed to show up in overalls with a shovel and uh and dirt under his fingernails looking like the gardener yeah i love uh this quote from gk chesterson uh for easter sunday and uh it says he said he writes the sabbath jesus spent in the earth was the last sabbath of the old creation which was marred by Adam's sin. What the disciples were looking at on the Sunday morning was the first day of the new creation. And in the semblance of a gardener, God walked again in the garden, in the cool, not of evening, but of the dawn. Mm. It's pretty amazing. And so how all of this kind of ties together and comes full circle. Yep. It's a Sunday of great hope uh, because everybody is going through a death of some kind, and this means that death is not the end. Uh, it's, a sermon, it's a Sunday of hope and grace because it means that your sins, as great as you think they are, were not able to hold Christ in the tomb. Uh, they actually have been defeated. They, all your sins were laid upon him, and if they had won... If they had been too heavy for him, he would still be in the tomb, but he is not. Um, yeah. And so your sins have really all been swept away uh, as mm. far as the East is from the West. So it's that kind of note you want to fill on Easter and just have fun. Enjoy the day. It's a joyful day. The music is incredible. Your churches will be beautiful. Um, maybe you'll ha have um, hot cross buns or delicious hot coffee and donuts for the people. But um, 
just enjoy this day and preach that death is defeated and sins are forgiven and Jesus is alive and this means you have a living savior. If you don't have someone who's just a dead example who said smart things a long time ago that we remember today, but we have someone who is alive and as near as our next breath and we can talk to all the time and knows what we need even before we ask. So that's Easter. Anything else Love you want it. to put a bow on this, Jake? Nope, you've said it all. And uh, like, all right. like this particular episode, keep your sermon short. God bless. Christ is risen. Somebody's looking. Somebody cares. Somebody wonders what you're doing today. You know we crucified him, buried him. But three days later, will the stone got rolled away. And yes, Thanks for listening to Same Old Song. Hope you found some gospel nuggets for the pulpit or for your life. If you like what you heard, leave a review or rating in Apple Podcasts. Dave Zoll will be sad if you don't. Thanks to TJ Hester for audio production. And remember to keep that Bible by your bedside, ready to rock and roll. You see, the rain will never wash away.